Hi, all, and welcome back to Damon All to Hell. I'm Kelly Gibson. And I'm Tracy Dietz, and we just got back from the Polys, and I want a Polly. Woohoo! Yes, we had a great conference. As, as many of you listeners know, Tracy and I were both highly involved in this year's Poly Conference in Napa, California. We drank a shit ton of wine together. We did. But we also... We also put together a conference that had the awesome. most ever female attendees, the most ever, ever female, attendees. the most ever Period. attendees, the most ever female attendees, and the most ever female speakers. So, I mean, I think we did our fucking job, sister. Yes, it was awesome. Yeah. And it is one of the few conferences that I nobody did anything um, sexually inappropriate to me. I know. The entire time. Possibly a little sexist conversations, but nobody touched me. Yeah. Uh, I had people compliment me, but again, I don't consider that to be a lot. No, I take it back. So it wasn't really sexist, but a whole bunch of old men talking about how old I was. Oh, that's right. You had Which that. just drove me down a fucking rabbit hole. I'm so I sorry. was sitting in the bar. So I'm on the board of directors. Like, that should be enough to prove I'm a grown up, right? Anyway, I'm on the board of directors. And then I'm sitting afterwards with a bunch of people in the lobby bar. And somebody said to me, I have, I think I, I mean, my kids are just about as old as your kid, as you are. And I was like, oh, you look good for being that old. And I was like, oh, what do they do for a living? And he said, oh, she's a senior in high school. I was like, you, do you think I'm in high school? And he was like, no, but you're like, what, right out of college, 22? And I was like, I am 37 years old. I have a seven-year-old. Like, and and he wasn't the only one, which we'll talk about this later, is this whole fucking old man patronizing thing. So I never experienced that in my career because I looked 40 when I was 22. Maybe do I just need to like go to your hairdresser and get my hair all teased out bigger or no, something? I think like, you just, what do I, I think do? you just look younger. You dress younger. You Everything about you is just younger. I always just dress like an old lady. But what do you think it is? So if somebody says, oh, are you young? Do you think that they think that you're like, you know, like Doogie Hauser, like you're a fucking prodigy or super fucking smart. Or if you're young, doesn't young young equate with inexperience and you're still like learning your job? Like, it, don't you think there's like an intrinsic think- judgment about about how you do your job if they think you're 20, if they think I'm 22? Uh, absolutely. Have you met some of the 22 year olds? Right. right that's now? what I'm saying. So yeah. it is it is absolutely an insult. I suspect that that person was trying to flirt with you. That doesn't make it okay, but I suspect they were trying to compliment you because... Because women like to be told that they look young? No, yes. 20 years ago, women loved it when they were told they looked like they were in their 20s. Like, that was a thing. Like, it was men were taught to talk about how skinny women are, how pretty they are, and how young they look. That's been something that... PSA to all men... Tall and small, old and young, white and black. Tell Kelly Gibson she looks like an old Don't fart. tell professional women that they look like they're in their young 20s. Right. Just, just don't do it. Yeah. So that sort of sucked. I'm sorry. That didn't feel good to me. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't. I had a but lot of But that was right away me. in the beginning. I got a lot of pretty comments. I'm okay with that. But you, yeah, you do like that. It's fine. Yeah. Nobody was like, hey, you're pretty. Let me grab your butt. Somebody I didn't get that, said to so me, so Tracy and I, because... For a, for a bunch of reasons, because and Tracy and I stay together at these things, so we pack a lot of clothing, and um, we we change like there's day stuff and evening stuff, and there's a lot of men at this conference, majority men, and they don't often change between the afternoon and the evening. I I did a, moderated a panel, and then we did we emceed that thing, which we dressed up for. A whole bunch of people. One guy came up to me, and he was like, "I didn't I didn't recognize you." Also. Nice change, great dress. You look great, and I was like, "It's too much. It's too much." Oh, that doesn't seem like too much. Oh, all right. I, I mean, did he say nice boobs? No, but I got a full, like, body scan. 
Like starting in my eyes, down to my feet, back up. Nice change. You look you look great. I think I know who that person was, <laughs> by the way. I think I know exactly who that person was. I don't know. And he has a habit of looking people up and down. Don't do that. Also, yeah. PSA to all men. Young guy? If if the woman can't see, see you, guy? yeah. If the woman can't see you, feel free. Look up and down. But when they're standing right in front of you... I think Don't he, body I think, scan. I think he is doing it as a way, like, he's trying to be complimentary, like, oh. Again. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't look a woman up and down. They don't oh, think it's funny kid. or cute or, right. or they don't think it's nice. All right. It's Tracy, just, take us to Cardi B. Take All us right. to Cardi B. So Cardi B, everybody's uh, favorite rapper, I'm just kidding, she's not everybody's favorite rapper, was overheard on an Instagram post saying... Uh, she's worked as a stripper. She's a prostitute. She used to drug men and <laughs> rob them. And that is a problem because if a man came out and, uh, on air or captured, with, captured footage. It with yeah. footage, said that he drugged women and robbed them or drugged them and raped them or whatever. No, but I was just going to say I'm going to play devil's advocate, but she did not say she drugged and raped. She said I she still drugged and you, robbed. Right, no drugging. I'm like, I'm good. Different than drugging and raping. Drugging and robbing, different drugging than raping. But both illegal. Both illegal. So if she drugged them, she probably couldn't rape them. And she probably drugged them so that Different she than girls, right? Girls just have a hole so you can right. rape them when they're drugged. Right. Boys. Ah, fucking I, rape culture. I, I, I think that this is... this is If, if we're going to scream about drugging That's women, we've got to scream about her drugging men too. Right. But often when we scream about dr- men drugging, I mean a la R. Kelly, right? Right. Basically. There was always sexual assault involved. Yeah. When's the last time we just screamed about a man drugging and robbing? I mean, people do, but you and I have not. Because men, do men drug and rob women? No, they drug and rape women. How do we know that we don't drug and rob them? I mean, they probably rape a man, rob them. This is such a depressing conversation. Right. Man. I'm just saying, like, we need to, somebody needs to say something about Cardi right. B. Cardi B. Criminal, not a sexual assailant. Okay. Correct? C- correct. Okay. Drugging, drugging and robbing. So criminal. Criminal. But not a sexual assailant. But a sexual assailant is also a criminal. Correct. But here we talk about things that are sexually inappropriate. So, okay. Or illegal, sexually illegal. Okay. But yes, on the I record. Feel like you're just sort of moving past this because you're like, whatever, who cares? It's Cardi B. Uh, no, on the record, Cardi B should be, there should be like some follow up criminal. Crimes. I mean, my like, guess is none of these men yeah. are gonna men are gonna come forward and press charges and be like be like admitting to being right. r- so that's and gonna be the problem. A, that's gonna be so she's never gonna serve time in jail. Sidebar: On the way to work this morning, I heard an interview on like satellite channel two pop music. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, with Jennifer Lopez, who's about to star in a movie about being a stripper, and she asked Cardi B to have a role because Cardi B used to actually be a stripper, so she's getting a big. Big job, even after she admitted to drugging and robbing people, which yeah. feels wrong somehow. I feel like you don't actually have an issue with this. Like, I can tell, like, I think you're trying to have an issue with it, but I feel like deep down you're just like, eh, it doesn't really matter. And that's not okay. No, I don't think anybody <laughs> should be allowed to drug and rob another human. She's going to keep think living. I think I have a bigger problem with drugging and raping, a la, yeah. like, a la Bill Cosby, Get it. than I have with drugging and robbing. So what if she drug and robbed 50 men? Versus Bill Cosby. I mean, it would be terrible. She should go to jail. Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, okay. right, we're just not talking about sexual assault, right. right? We're talking about, like, just you can't break the law, right? Like, if somebody gets 50 DUIs, they should also go to jail. Yeah. They'd probably go to jail before number All 50. Right. Yeah. Well, Cardi B sucks. <laughs> She shouldn't get, she doesn't, I'm not listening to her music anymore. But it's true. We talked about that with R. Kelly, that if there's nobody, well, in a lot of sex crimes, if there's nobody stepping forward, then you can't 
arrest them, right? There's no right. charges. There's no witnesses, which right. was the problem with R. Kelly for years and years and years and years. And why Kim Fox, right. who's the prosecutor in Chicago, and after the documentary came out, she was like, I need somebody to step up, right? I can't just arrest them. I need right. somebody to step up. And then 10 women stepped up. But the, And there's no men that are actually admitting to drugging and raping. And is it because of their ego or something else? Why? They're, they're not admitting to it? Correct. Um, the question is, why would they not admit to it? Because it's really terrible and they're going to go to jail. Oh, I'm sorry. Why? I, I was talking about a different thing. Men that wouldn't step up to say Cardi B drug and robbed me. My guess is maybe they don't even remember because they were drugged. Right. So they remember they got drugged. They right. woke up somewhere without their wallet, they, but they for, just didn't remember. For them, it was Cardi they could B. have been with a prostitute. So for all they could remember, like he, they had sex and she paid them. Like he paid them. He paid they. She, she had sex for money, Cr- and then they paid her. Like if you'd been drugged, your recollection of that night, if you were with a prostitute, but your Cardi head, B, maybe, she wasn't a prostitute. She, she was, a, was a prostitute. She was she Both? was screwing men for money. Yes. And then she sometimes she'd drug them. them and rob them so she didn't have to Post have sex, sex with them. Consensual no. sex. Oh, no. So she wouldn't have to have sex with them. Yeah. All right. Well, Cardi B, somebody step up and say, yeah, yeah so right. we can do that. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with the button. We're about to talk about this week's button. And for those of you that um, want a quick refresher about Uncle what the button Joe! is, <laughs> what the button is, every week we put sexism into the Google field and hit the news button and see what comes up. Uncle fucking Joe. So this has been the button. Why are you going to be so mean to Uncle Joe? This has been the button now for what seems like a couple weeks. By the way, Uncle Joe is going to be just fine. Uncle Joe is going to be just fine, but is Uncle Joe going to run for president? Yes. D- hasn't he declared? He has not declared. He has not declared. Oh, enough, enough, enough. Ooh, yep. Wow, that she was just a lot. poured me like a pint of red wine. Um, it's not as good so, as so I feel like by this point, Especially if you listen to a podcast like this, you have a sense of good old Uncle Joe, and uh, and his weird grandfatherly behaviors. But so uh, he, Tracy Deeds and I are going to get fucking into it. So he rubs women's shoulders and kisses them on the head, or smells, smells their, their hair. hair. Oh. I don't even know if he's really smelling their hair or if he's just being like. I mean, there have been so for twenty years there have been numerous pictures of him doing this, and everybody has m- made a joke of this behavior. The Democrats made a joke of it. They're like, "Oh, he's just Uncle Joe." You know, we've all been like, "Dude!" Right, but people made a bunch of excuses pre pre me too. Like, generally speaking, a whole bunch of like what is now inappropriate behavior went uh, under the rug. But pre me too, fair enough. Right? Yes, fair enough. Yeah. So, uh, but I agree with you. So He's Lucy had... Flores came out and was like, he rubbed my shoulders and he kissed my head. Well, it was like sort it. of bigger than, to me, it felt, the, what he did is accurate as you described it, but the sort of circumstances surrounding it feel relevant to me. Okay. Which that, is, maybe I missed Lucy Flores was introducing Vice President Joe Biden at an event and apparently she was nervous about it. And so it was a big crowd, and um, before she went out, in, as a way to assuage her anxieties and nervousness, he walked up behind her, gave her shoulders a rub and some sort of back-of-the-head situation, whether it was a sniff or a kiss or whatever. So in his head, he was trying to make her relax. Right. He was trying so to there, calm her down. So there can be all sorts of conversations, and I think most people agree that in, in 2019, that physical, that sort of physical touch, unconsented physical touch, is now inappropriate. Like we learned that, right? That's a thing we've learned. Especially if you don't really know the person. If you know the person, the rules change. On and did on and so he forth. know? Did, were they front? Like, did they know each no. other well? Okay. No. 
But the bigger conversation, in my opinion, that we should be having is old men. It's back to benevolent sexism. What about young men? I'm only talking about old men. Okay. In this, in this, okay. in this iteration right. of this conversation, that old men, the way they do, are old, like diff- 70, slightly generational. Plus. But like, if you're a 20 year old woman, it could be 50 year old man, right? So if there's a couple decades in between, if there's an age discrepancy between a man or a woman, how is the interaction between that man and that woman conducted? And it is we, ta- we it was like what like 20 episodes ago we talked about bene- benevolent sexism, which was a super interesting conversation, yeah. and this sort of goes back to it. It's this core belief. That some men think that just because they are better or smarter or more deserving or um, uh, sort of stronger than women simply based on sex. And that can that can manifest in ways in actions that are patronizing. So like. Right. So like it's about a man. It's about. Oh, well, the way that this we're going to talk about it is like. Opening doors or saying sweetie, sweetie or, is annoying. Like, and in this case, Joe Biden. Instead of what he could have said to Lucy Flores is, "Oh my gosh, you totally got this. You know what I mean? That room's gonna love you. We're gonna do a great job. Like, you're smart. You're strong. You're you're good. Like, go do that. It's thing, not what right? Joe Biden does. Build them up, right? Because I think there's this element of bene- benevolent sexism, and it does not mean the definition of that. It does not mean that. He does not like women or he hates women, which is sort of the definition of sexism at large. But it's no, that's not the definition of sexism. Misogyny. Misogyny. They hate women. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. Yeah. But it's this thing about I'm better and stronger than you. So I'm going to be sort of patronizing to you in a way that makes you feel highly uncomfortable. So I am not convinced that when men do things like that, that is what they are trying to do. I don't think when a man opens the door for you, it's because he thinks that. You are less than him and you aren't capable of opening the door. I don't think when a man stands when you walk into a room or sit at a table, like all no, of those but let's things. Let's think about the door thing for a second, like way back historically. Why do you think historically men opened doors for women? Because they were heavy. That a man's strength was more capable of opening a door than a woman's strength. Like back at like, like do we castle know that? doors. Do we know that for a fact? Like yeah. that was the thing? Yeah. Like I don't, okay. Right. So I'm were we that it capable of opening the doors because they were so heavy back then? Or were we just like, cool, open the door for me? Right. I'm asking for you for your response on the origination that a man is strong, so he opens the door, and a woman I mean, is weak, so she walks through it. Uh, uh, I think that's just being smarter. But, okay, if you want to describe that as <laughs> being weak, that's fine, beans. too. I, I mean, we've had conversations about men's physical strength as opposed to women's physical strength. It does not mean that women aren't strong and badass and can't kick men's asses. But genetically, men are physically stronger than us. If you compare average the man to average The strongest man woman, and the strongest woman. The, the man is going to destroy her. Right. The average but I am man, stronger than a lot of men. Sure. But if you take the average man and the average... You're not an average woman. The average woman, yeah. the man is going to be strong. If you arm wrestled Richard right now, I bet he would beat you. I am not going to agree to that premise, I think but I'm also not going to arm wrestle Richard. That's but fine, but I I'm think, just making the point that that men are genetic. I mean, their muscular build is just stronger than theirs. Right. So, what, what, whatever. A little off topic. Yes. Yes. So I think that in society in general, people open doors for people now. I mean, go ahead. All right. You did. You can't. You hate it. No, but like I don't think that's society in general. I think I think I think that what you're cool with is that sort of the gender rules of society is that men do chivalrous shit for women and you like that. And I'm saying like that that is when when you introduce a professional 
element into men do chivalrous shit for women, then there becomes this power imbalance. Oh, and so you think because they open a door, now you owe them something? No, no, no. But it means that, like, they don't think I'm – not about – they don't – it's not that, no, they don't think I'm capable of opening the door. Of course they think I'm capable of opening the door. Maybe they just want to be nice. Maybe they – There's other ways to be nice. Tell Give me a lead on a job. Introduce me to somebody. Right, but maybe they don't have that option. Maybe you're just walking through a door <laughs> and they just hold it open for you. So let's get away from the door for a second. Okay. So there, this has been written about a lot because it's the button. So the one that we read, we've read a bunch, but the one that we're gonna that we've been sort of re- um, talking about is this Forbes article, and apparently one of the one of the things somebody talked about was that Joe Biden rubbed noses with this. Okay, woman. that is, that seems. That, I got a problem with that. Okay. I'm with you. So she, uh, I, I didn't, I haven't written down, uh, Lapos, um, Amy Lapos is the woman that told this story and she had worked, she's worked in politics and she had worked with, um, with Joe Biden. And at one point they were like someplace and he grabbed her head and brought it into his head and she thought that he was going in for a kiss, but instead he, he Eskimo kissed her, right? Which is. Or is that is Eskimo? The, yeah, Eskimo kiss is the nose. Eskimo's right? eyelashes. No, it's not butterfly. Yeah, you're right. Totally um, wrong. But it anyway, she, she remarks that if if I rub or the the author writes that if I rub noses with you, it certainly does not send the message that I that I think of you as an equal. It's in, extremely unlikely Biden ever rubbed noses with Barack Obama or his male colleagues. It's condescending. It sends the message that you're cute as a button and I'm here to protect you and help you because you're weak and delicate and you need protecting was the was the commentary, which I tend to agree with. But I know that that sort of language is frustrating to you. So I think it uh, I think she goes on to say some things that are extreme and and like the thing I just read. Right. The very the very last part about how it's uh, that means it's not. What did you just say? Like it, like it was. Um, well, the thing I read that you wouldn't like is it's condescending. It sends the message that you're cute as a button, and right. I'm here to protect you. So and I help don't know you that that's weak. what it, I don't know that I don't necessarily agree with that's the message that it sends. It is highly inappropriate. Now that said, <laughs> I actually think that there's a possibility that Joe Biden would have rubbed noses with Barack Obama because Biden just <laughs> Tracy seems, Dietz. Oh, Biden just seems like the dude <laughs> that like is going to drink scotch with whoever and rub noses with whoever to get things done. Like I think he nobody is, rubbed noses to get things done. By the way. <laughs> they might have. I don't know. I Biden is just um and I don't I don't want to defend Biden's behavior because I think he needs to learn just not to put his hands on people. But I also that think I that, that he he that he is he there are like pictures of him and Obama like in embraces and him like Oh yeah, he's a touchy like guy. He's touchy. But there is some things that you do to men when you're touchy that are different, right? Like you give a hug or you like do like the sh- the shoulder right. thing. But I don't think it's and there's different shit was... you do to women. Right. That, yeah. I don't know if it was because he was patronizing and believes that they are not capable. And I mean I think Joe Biden is champion and God I can't believe him. No, 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 I agree with you. I agree with everything you're about yeah. to say. Like he stands up for women, he's passed legislation for women. And that's why that's why I like bring right. shining the spotlight on this sort of we talked about this bias, this sort of intrinsic bias, and this how how generationally different men yeah. deal with women, like a, a whole bunch of older men who think I'm smart, but also like think I'm cute and like, uh, am I 22? And the I feel age like nobody describes sort of you as being cute, but okay, fuck you. I'm so fucking cute. You're not. You're hot. <laughs> like there is so like nobody looks at Kelly Gibson walking down the street and be uh, like, oh, that's oh, she's that, so cute. That chick's cute. No, yeah. you're like stunning. Thank and, you. And and um, 
what's the word I'm looking for? Not dignified. She is dignified. Yeah. But like statuesque, oh, like you just just because I'm like a hundred feet tall. But I no, appreci- but I appreciate just, the compliment. It's very command- kind. Yes. I'm just nobody's yeah. calling you cute. Yeah, and if they are, then then they are being condescending, condescending, and a jackhole, and just kick them kick them straight in the crotch. Sure. Not a good way to get work though. To be known as the tall one that kicks people in the crotch. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, we shall see what happens with the vice president and whether or not he runs for the real president and when he'll do that and how he'll do that. I mean, he made a pledge to respect women's space, right? It was like a video that happened last week and the whole thing, and we'll see. Although I'm 50-50 about whether or not he gets in. I think like it's maybe more trouble than it's worth to him. Um, But we'll see. Okay. Quick break. And then we're back with the mayor, Joanna. And we are back. And so we're going to talk pot. As many of you know, marijuana, marijuana. As many of you know, uh, it's getting more and more legal every day in this country. Um, It is legal now recreational, I think, seven or eight states. I do a lot of work professionally on it, so I have a particularly sort of up-close view on on the change. It's also now legal medically, not in every state, surprisingly, but almost every state. Um, And the crazy thing is in the places that it is recreationally legal now – one has to advertise for that, right? Everybody has heard, I think everyone's heard the stories about like pot is hard to sell because it's illegal federally. So like federal banks can't take the money. So there's all these state banks. Like it's sort of, there's a lot of drama inside how the actual system of legalized marijuana is rolling out. But that being said, they now advertise. And turns out it's like going back in time. It's like cigarette ads from 30 or 40 years ago, and, you know, they still think sex sells. It's not surprising, though. I mean, given uh, that this is sort of, again, one of the, I guess, I I referred to it earlier as like a syntax product. So, uh, oh, sin. Syntax. Sin space tax. Yeah. Like ping tax, but syntax. Oh, not syntax. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So alcohol, tobacco, uh, what was the other big one? Alcohol, tobacco, guns. Gun. Oh, wow. Well, those things are like so often guns aren't grouped. really a syntax. But, but those things are often grouped together. Like somebody lobbies for three gambling, of those. Yeah. right? So, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. all gambling, of those yeah. industries yeah. are there. Are I have to imagine are rampant with sexism. You know, if you go back and you look at bootlegging, I mean, men were the ones that bootlegged, and then they threw women up on ads. Yep. Tobacco was always about women looking cool and smoking cigarettes and ads. Not surprising that this is. This is happening, too. And if you even look at, like, the pharmaceutical industry, all pharmaceutical sales reps are women. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a – to me, it, it feels super double-edgy, right? So, like, there is a lot of pharmaceutical sales people, women mostly, that are making bank. You know what yeah. I mean? So it is a space to succeed and have these really big careers, although you're sort of treated shitty often is what I hear from people that I know that do that work. So the interesting thing is, like, the the writing on, on – the expansion of the legalized marijuana space um, has created, it's like going back in time. So one thing is that now there's conferences. There's marijuana conferences because there's people that Have grow you it been? And, no, no, I'm on the, it, after it's legal, I'm out. Which is like, I should be in it after it's legal. That's where people make money. Right. So I get it passed and then. But I would think that you, there would be businesses in some of those No, that's like where... the business side. For, mine, for me, oh, it's, it's like the, a, the people side. that fund the legalization campaigns are often civil rights activists. Because oh. people of color are arrested five times more often for, for possession than white people. But um, so there's these big conferences because different, there's different ways to grow it. There's different ways to harvest it. There's different ways to smoke it. There's different strands. So there's just like a lot of vendor opportunities. And so there was one woman that recounted 
decided that she has marijuana business and um, and she has a 22-year-old daughter and her marijuana business is sort of taking off and she wanted to bring her daughter along to these conferences and sort of a mentorship program because her daughter's going to help with the family business. And these like old marijuana dudes are just inappropriate. They like, one person walked up to her daughter and said, hey, are you interested in a master-slave relationship? Who are those people? I don't know, but it does feel like going back in time. Like, it's Wild West, right? If it's mo- it's mostly men. Um, I think the... Right, but even going back in time, like, who no, are the people No, but I think the cultural that... psyche hasn't yet changed. Like, they still work in the drug business. You know what I mean? Like, I think they think it's, it's hard to regulate. There's no HR around it. There's no sort of standard of advertising practice. It's all brand new. I mean, it was only legalized for the first time in Colorado... Like less than ten years ago, but there's got there has to be some standards around. Well, there's I mean, standards about the there's standards right? around the product, but in terms of like how you market and sell the product is still like an explore. It's still an exploratory. Just, stages. Do you know? Is there like the Philip Morris of pot? Yes, and so part of it is some of the legislation is written in a way that only allows for a percentage of the state run businesses to be a national company versus local, right? Because, because we pass it to legal. make jobs. Well, no, it's job creation. Like, if you insist that they're new small businesses that are owned by people that live there, then you have job creation, which is part of how we get them passed. Uh, I know Tracy's, like, conservatism is, like, sort of getting confused by that a little bit. No, I'm not. I, I'm, you know I'm a big fan of states' rights. Yeah. What? But it's also, like, it's regulating how, how, uh, how big, big ag, because it's still considered agriculture, comes into a state. So anyway, there's all these different elements to it. So getting it, how so you, you have an passed. interesting group of business owners is what you end up doing. Yeah, because you have and a investing lot of in community, and and usually the usually a, a significant portion of the taxes, and it's super highly it's a tax tax like tobacco, right? High, high, high taxes yeah. goes back into the community, right? So it's like back into the schools and roads and building playgrounds, and it, a lot of it has to do with drug rehabilitation and and training and education. So. But anyway, that's sort of besides the point. It does seem like they need a little, a little schooling up about where we stand post Me Too. I mean, I wonder – so this is another situation where women have to get involved to make change. Sometimes there's a, there's a monetary barrier to entry. Correct. Yeah. So part of it is just like having enough women that have had careers that have made them enough money to have the right amount of money to start a business. You know what I mean? Right. And loans are hard because you can't get a loan from right. a national bank. You need to get a loan from a state bank. Because it's a state run. Yeah. So it's confusing. I mean, it's great, but it's confusing. So, I yeah, there is there is something about onboarding into sort of general society and general culture, a community of people that haven't had exposure to how you're supposed to treat each other. They're not exactly executives. So if there is right. So if the legislation is encouraging local owners and the local owners that know how to grow marijuana have maybe not paid up as much as attention is what's happening. With the they were uh, Harvey Weinstein's and Bill Cosby, life. Yeah. yeah, and so I do think I, I think deeply in my soul that the, the legalization of marijuana recreationally is good for this country. Hundred percent. That's a different conversation. But if any listeners have a question about that, just find me and I will talk you to you about that. About I know all about it, and I it's can't amazing. even imagine like we'd like half the prison population. Yeah, right. Would be so out. many things. So 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 many things. Um, How mad are you going to be like when Trump lets like decriminalizes marijuana and lets everybody out of jail? I mean, he can't do it. I mean, it's unconstitutional. But 
I think that if, if, if Donald Trump wanted to say that he's cool with legalized marijuana, he would lose half of his base and I'd be okay with that. Yeah. So <laughs> let's do that. Donald Trump. Let's do that. Um, but I do think that they should stop asking young women to be their slaves and they yes. should take naked women off of their advertising because women would smoke way more pot if they advertised right to them. Like they also just need to hire good ad, ad firms, right? I do corporate work. Call me. Oh, that'd be a great client for you. It would be a great client. Awesome. Yep. yep. All right, all. Thanks so much for listening. Keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by following at Dame at all. Just a reminder, give us a review. Tracy hasn't caught up to me yet, so if right. you want her Tracy to catch needs up, some reviews, you got to give her some like reviews. Like ones that yeah. are And just go to, your, go to your podcast app all the way to the bottom. Click review. That's where it is. Okay, friends. See you next week. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.